So I have a question for you this morning that I think is going to change your life. Have you heard of our personal Lord and Savior, CrossFit? No? Okay. For any of you not familiar, CrossFit is a workout system or a program that started around the year 2000 and is very popular among different ages and all demographics. The funny thing about CrossFit is that the people who do CrossFit love it. I mean, they love it so much, they can't seem to shut up about it. People who are into CrossFit want you to know everything about it and how it has changed their lives. They want you to know how much they can overhead squat or how much they can clean and jerk or how much they can snatch. All real exercises, by the way. Ridiculous names. They want you to know all about their eating habits and how the CrossFit mindset has really pervaded their entire life so that it's not just a workout, you guys. It's like a lifestyle, okay? I always love the joke about, uh, or I always love the joke that says, a CrossFitter, a vegan, and an atheist walk into a bar. How do I know this? Because within the first two minutes, they've told everyone. But what a concept that is. Being so in love with something that it's the first thing that comes out of your mouth when you talk to someone because it has changed your life in such a dramatic way that you feel, if you keep it to yourself, that you're being selfish. If only we loved our faith as much. In the Gospel, St. Luke portrays Jesus as a prophet like Moses. By doing so, he reminds everyone that one of the prophecies of the Messiah to come is that he would have to be like Moses. So when Luke shows Jesus selecting 72 disciples to go evangelize, he is picking that detail and recording it on purpose to say, look, you guys, he's totally fulfilling the prophecies. Remember when Moses selected 72 to share his burden? Jesus is the new Moses. St. Luke wants people to know within two minutes of reading his gospel that Jesus is the Messiah. Now let's look at Paul. This is the very end of his letter to the church at Galatia. Paul's evangelization mission in Galatia was most successful among the pagans. He went out among the pagans because the Jews, his own people, were causing him so much trouble. And so that is the setting that we have for the second reading today. Through the whole letter to the Galatian church, Paul is arguing that one does not first need to become a Jew in order to then become a follower of Christ. The important thing for anyone is to focus on the cross of Jesus Christ and to live a cruciform life, which means not just having a religion, but having a life conformed to the cross. To allow the message of Christ crucified to pervade the entirety of one's life. This can sound scary at first because we know that the cross is full of pain. But if we share in his death, that means we also share in his resurrection. So why are we so afraid to evangelize others? Why is it that religion is on the list of three things that you should never discuss in public? We are so afraid to talk about the gospel to people. It's almost like we're afraid that they will rip us apart like a wolf to a lamb. J. 
Jesus tells us today that he is sending out the disciples and also sending us out like sheep among wolves. But here's what I love about that verse. Jesus never states or indicates that though we be sheep, we must be slaughtered by the wolves. He says we are among them, yes, but he doesn't say that we cannot be victorious among them. I like to imagine us as sheep in wolves' clothing, living in the world but not of the world. Arguably, one of the most well-known quotes by Pope St. John Paul II is, do not be afraid. He is speaking of evangelization, and he reminds us, quote, be not afraid to serve the human person and the whole of mankind. Do not be afraid, for Christ knows what is in man. He knows it alone, end quote. He knows the wolfish tendencies within people's hearts, but he also knows their goodness, for he has created them. Jesus tells the disciples in the gospel not to take anything with them. So we ask why? Because Jesus will provide everything for them through his heavenly Father and the charity of others. He is sending them out into Samaritan places, places hostile for Jews to go, and he tells them, do not be afraid. I will take care of you. And he says the same thing to us today. The joke shouldn't be about a crossfitter, a vegan, and an atheist, but rather a Catholic walking into a bar like a sheep in wolf's clothing. We should not be afraid to evangelize others and to offer to them something that has changed our lives and given us a reason for hope. Because if we have truly found something that is, has changed our lives, then we should absolutely feel selfish keeping it to ourselves. We should not be afraid to evangelize others because Jesus will provide everything that we need. Now, evangelization takes two forms. One is an evangelization of the whole of life, living a life of joy because of your relationship with Christ, which makes other people curious. It's not perfection, but it's joy in the midst of suffering because of the cross of Christ. The second form is verbal evangelization. Now, sometimes, as scary as it might be, we have to actually open our mouths and talk to people about Jesus. So that is what I want you to do this upcoming weekend. Between this Mass and the time you walk through these doors again next weekend, I want you to invite someone to Mass with you. I don't actually even care if they say yes. I want you to step out in faith, be not afraid, and actually open your mouth and be willing to evangelize to someone and offer them what you have found at church. Praise God if they say yes and agree to come with you. And praise God again if they actually show up after saying yes. But the important part is the personal invitation to them. As John Paul II also tells us, he says, quote, how can we fail to be amazed at the heights to which we are called? For the soul that rises above itself lifts the whole world, end quote. But it would be truly sad if we soared to the heights to which we are called, and when we got there, looked around and found ourselves alone. CrossFit can save you from being unhealthy, but it has no power to save your soul. Nothing but belief in Christ Jesus has that power. 
How terrible would it be if we had the power to bring people to heaven, but we were too afraid to even offer it to them?